Hey guys, and welcome to my podcast. As we all know, right now I am doing Mental Health March. Um, It's actually unfortunate because we're actually at the end of March. (laughs) And um, I haven't really put the time like I wanted to into doing a full month of Mental Health March. But it's okay, at least I'm starting, right? (laughs) So today's category for Mental Health March is going to be anxiety. I know we've all heard of that word. I feel like it's starting to be a very common occurrence among our society, especially for college kids, people with stressful jobs, people with um, children, um, people dealing with marriages, just really anything that causes for a lot of pressure, a lot of stress. And with the result, people end up with anxiety. Um, I think it's almost safe to say that most people have at least once experienced some type of anxiousness or anxiety. I know there's chronic anxiety um, havers. I don't know the proper word for that. (laughs) But today, I really wanted to do this episode because, well, I'll say this. For my podcast, all my podcasts will be things that I have conquered and my perspective about those things that I have conquered. So anxiety is definitely one of the things that I have conquered. It took a while, don't get me wrong. It took me a very long time and it was very hard. But eventually I was able to completely conquer it. So I wanted to maybe give those of you who've been struggling with it for a long time, some hopefully some advice about how I got over it. And just to give you my perspective on what anxiety was like in my life. So I wanted to start with saying how I even developed anxiety. I was in high school. I had a lot going on in high school. I was very busy as a teenager. I was in marching band. I had a job. I had a lot of extracurricular activities, such as different clubs and stuff I was involved with. And on top of that, I was in an advanced student that had a couple of classes that were a little bit on the hard side. And, but there was this one class, it was chemistry. And it was known around the school that this course was pretty close to collegiate level. So I'm already stressed out about you know, how hard is this class actually going to be, you know? So I'm sitting here and I'm trying to learn how to balance working and dealing with this collegiate level class along with making sure everything else is good in my life. And it's really stressful. Um, I ended up towards the end of the year with a 79 And it's funny, I look back and I'm like, girl, are you crazy? But at the time, C's were a no-go. Anything below a B was bad, at least in my head. So finals come around. And of course, um, with the final, it'll be the make or break of me having a C or not in this class. So we take the final. The next day, I'm stressed. I'm constantly texting people about this test. I'm constantly calling people about this test. 
I'm talking to my mom about it. I'm stressed. I'm just hoping I don't get this C, <laughs> you know? And I go upstairs, go ahead and get ready for school. And there was something on the floor. It was a shirt. It was a shirt on the floor. I bend down to pick the shirt up. And all of a sudden, I felt like I couldn't breathe. This is, of course, after I picked up the shirt and stood up straight. I felt like I just couldn't catch my breath. So I'm thinking um, maybe I got up too quick and just need to catch my breath. I don't know. You know, and I just try to move on about my day. All of a sudden, as I'm continuing to try to move, I feel like I cannot catch my breath. I feel like at this point I am having a heart attack. I can't get air in. I can't get a full breath in. I feel like my heart's trying to beat out of my chest. I'm panicking because I don't know what's going on. So I go downstairs and I'm like, mom, right now I feel like I can't breathe. Take me to the hospital. And she knew something was wrong because I do not say take me to the hospital. So fast forward to going to the hospital. They check everything. I'm crying. You know, so much is going on in my head and now I'm thinking I'm dying, right? They tell me, that it's stress. Everything was just stress related. And I just need to go home and relax. And I'm sitting here like, what? Like you're telling me I felt like I just had a heart attack and all it was was stress. And they're like, yeah, it's common. It happens all the time. Just go home, get some sleep. You'll be fine. So at that point in my life, that is when my relationship with anxiety began. Uh, when we left, the hospital. I did not trust what they told me. <laughs> um, in my head, I still had it that I was, there was still something wrong with me that didn't catch it. I had it in my head, like if I did go to sleep, I wasn't going to wake up. I mean, I'm sitting here, I am, I'm traumatized at this point. So a couple days go by. It happens again. I'm at my job, I'm working. Oh, and by the way, I did pass the class, <laughs> but the, the stress still was there. So I'm, I'm at home, I'm work, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm at work and I'm working and I'm just getting a drink for a customer. All of a sudden it feels like I can't breathe again. I start trying to take deep breaths and I just can't catch my breath. And I just start crying and felt like it, the, the incident that happened originally all over again. And that's when I started doing research on what is going on. I had never at that point in my life heard of anxiety. I never heard of anxiety. I don't think I had ever heard of depression. And I literally mean I've never heard these words before in my life. Somebody had mentioned that it may be anxiety. And I was like, what is that? So I look it up. I see what it means. And... I checked out for everything that they said, you know, on WebMD, <laughs> where they're like, if you have anxiety, these are all of the symptoms that you will, you know, encounter. And that's when I realized when I'm reading what they're saying that I was having panic attacks. So I was like, what? I've never heard of that. That's crazy. And everything they said, they were like shortness of breath, feel like you can't breathe, feel like you're having a heart attack, go to the hospital, nothing's wrong. 
feel like it's the end of the world. And I'm like, yes, that's what I'm having. A panic attack feels like a heart attack. Okay. So I'm continuously having these anxiety attacks. I don't know when they're coming up, but they are coming up um, at random points. And that causes my anxiety to become worse because now I don't know when I'm going to have an anxiety attack. So I'm about to have an anxiety attack about having an anxiety attack. So it becomes a little bit worse. I talked to my mom and she mentions that I need to go to therapy. And I don't know if a lot of you know about the black community. I think we're getting better with it right now in 2021, but definitely right there in that time in the black community, you were kind of considered crazy or out of your mind if you considered therapy or medication. So I was like, I'm not crazy. What do you mean? I do you mean therapy. I'm not crazy. And, you know, I'm just sitting here like I'm offended because <laughs> I feel like she's calling me crazy. But uh, after I had a couple more panic attacks, I was like, you know what? You might be haunting something. <laughs> so uh, I go ahead, talk to my school counselor. She gets me into therapy. And that is definitely when things started to become a little bit clearer about how to manage anxiety. You know, I'm sitting here, I'm already learning about what it is that I'm dealing with. And then now finally somebody's giving me advice about, you know, this is what you can do to manage it. Also digging deep into what is the root of it? Why am I anxious? What is the real reason why all this is happening? You know, digging deep. And you know, she helped my, my therapist at the time definitely helped me, I think, learn how to manage the panic attacks. But my anxiety started finding new ways to feed itself. And what I mean by that is instead of me now stressing about the chemistry test, I am now stressing about death. All right, it's going to get a little bit morbid, so just bear with me here. I, after I left that hospital, was definitely convinced that I was dying. Like I was, I was adamant, like something is wrong with me. And so every day I would walk around just checking my pulse, making sure I'm breathing clearly, just doing, <laughs> doing everything I can to quote unquote, save myself from dying. And then my world started to become super centered around just death. I just could not fathom how me in this body, I'm going to die. Uh, and, and not only that, I feel like I'm, I'm close to it. <laughs> it's I, I laugh at it now. It wasn't funny then because I cried about it a lot. And I look back and now I'm like, wow, that's really absurd, right? Um, so I'm sitting here. I'm panicking. I'm... I'm obsessed with death at this point. And when I mean I'm obsessed with death, I mean any any ache or anything that happened in my body, I would go check on WebMD. I mean, I'm sitting here, I mean, like, doctors would call this a hypochondriac, pretty much. I mean, as soon as I get a pain in my leg, I'm checking WebMD. What's wrong with my leg? Why is my leg hurting? I get a little, little pinch in my head. Why do I have a pinch in my head? What's wrong with me? I mean, it, it got pretty bad. And I started thinking about my own funeral. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And it made me panic more. And I'm 
everybody around me is going to die and I'm panicking. And unfortunately, um, I had a class. Um, so like, let's, so some time passed by. Um, and I had a class, uh, where it was actually in front of a cemetery, a cemetery, and you can see it through the window and I'm looking out there like, Oh my God, I'm going to be out there. You know, I'm, I mean, my world is rocked. I mean, I, I cannot exaggerate. I was obsessed with death. So, you know, my, my therapy sessions turn from me having all of these panic attacks to me now trying to control when I die and me thinking like every day I wake up like, Oh God, I hope I make it through the day. <laughs> like it, it was intense. And, you know, she laughed at me, not, not, not out of making fun of me, but being like, you know, this is absurd. And I'm like, I know, trust me, but you know, something's wrong. <laughs> so, uh, eventually, um, I don't want to say that the fear of death went away, but eventually my focus was no longer on that. It slowly shifted because I graduated and I was getting into a new environment, which was college. And not only was I getting into college, I was trying to try out for the marching band. So I'm stressed out about making sure I make the drum line. I'm stressed out about, oh my gosh, I'm about to be in college. What does that mean? So I won't say the fear of death went away, but my, my anxiety learned how to feed itself through a new alleyway, which was college. So I went to college, continued therapy, and my, my anxiety definitely got worse before it got better. My anxiety in the beginning of college was really focused on being this person. At the time, of course, I didn't know myself, but I was focused on trying to be this perfect person, trying to be top notch, trying to be just just something I wasn't, you know, and trying to learn how to time manage along with, you know, dealing with less sleep. So my anxiety is super revved about how am I coming across to people and I'm anxious because I'm like, am I passing these classes? I'm anxious. I'm just constantly anxious. But I'm not having panic attacks. Now it's just more of my anxiety has turned into an obsessive thing. I'm obsessing over stuff. I'm obsessing over, you know, what am I going to do with my career after college? What am I, you know, it just became, it became obsessive. Um, so slowly my anxiety started to go away about college because I'm starting to get used to it. And guess what comes back up? My fear of death. <laughs> my fear of death comes back up. Um, <laughs> oh, it's so funny to be, I don't know why. Anyway, my fear of death comes back up out of nowhere. I, I don't know. I don't think anything necessarily happened. I mean, I had surgery in college. I don't know if that was the cause of it. I think I just it just was one of those things. It was always in the back of my head. But now that I'm no longer focused on, am I going to make it in college? Now my brain's going back to, okay, let's go back to this death thing. And so I'm sitting here, I'm getting therapy. And I finally 
come to the like okay well I'll say this I was si- I was sitting in the parking lot I think I was about to go to class or I was about to go get something to eat I'm sitting in the parking lot my anxiety's ups- making me obsess over death again uh, I find a, a an article I find an article about how to get over the fear of death and the article i mean if i want to wrap it up into like one sentence it pretty much said get over it (laughs) but of course it said it in a nicer way it was more so saying this is an inevitable thing but you are not supposed to focus on this inevitable thing while living you focus on living when you're living when you die you die when you live you live and for some reason, my brain was like, oh, okay. And I promise you, after that day, I was fine. It was the weirdest thing. I was like, really? I had to go through years of this just to find this one article just that says, get over it. <laughs> like, come on. Um, but I think after that article, something magical kind of started happening where my focus was no longer on death but just trying to make sure that I'm living a good life. And a little bit after that, God was starting to kind of call me under his wing to fulfill a purpose, I guess you can say. And I started to develop a relationship with God. I feel like, I mean, like this is like back to back. And so I still had just slight anxiety left. Of course, it was no longer about death. But at this point, I just had anxiety, you know, just, I think just, just, just from living so long and being under a lot of stress and I prayed and prayed and prayed about not having fear. I prayed about not having anxiety. I just prayed. I prayed a lot. And after a while, I became delivered from anxiety, from from just the stresses of life. I became, God just pretty much lifted that burden off me. So I feel like if you're a spiritual person, if you're a religious person, if you believe in God, that should be your prayer if you have anxiety, to become delivered from anxiety. And also you should look into meditation. Now you don't have to be spiritual for that. I feel like if you're not spiritual, if you're kind of like, I don't believe in God, I don't believe in all that crap. I feel like you should look into meditation because every time I would talk to God, it was in times when I was alone, I was focusing on myself. I was focusing on awareness of my breath. And I felt this presence of ease, you know, and you start to hear that, internal self speak to you and I feel like you don't have to be spiritual for that to be done you should definitely check out meditation check out how to sit there focus on your breathing and let yourself just be in the moment also carry that meditation and that mindset whether you're spiritual or not 
all throughout your everyday life. And they call that mindfulness. And when I mean mindfulness, I mean whenever you're walking, are you focusing on you walking or are you focusing on where you're heading to? You know, whenever you're eating, are you focusing on getting full or are you actually focusing on how the food tastes? And I feel like once God revealed that to me, I was able to become a little bit more aware of the present. And not only that, it tapped more into the root of what all my problems actually was, were, sorry, were. It was me trying to control everything. Me trying to control death, <laughs> as crazy as that sounds. Me trying to control how I appear to people, me trying to control my life, me just trying to control everything. And once I got into, you know, my, of course, my relationship with God, and once I started doing meditation, once I started being mindful of if I am staying in the present moment, my life changed. I became less of an overthinker because when you're overthinking, it's about the future or it's about how to prevent the past from happening again. And you just stay in the present and you're just fully conscious of everything that's going on. And you realize that's where the quote unquote control actually is. But then you just kind of learn to release that and let it go and learn how to just go with the flow. So hopefully I kind of gave a little bit of how I overcame it. If you don't remember, it was through God, especially if you're interested in that journey. It was through meditation and it was through mindfulness. Technically, I should say therapy helped. I don't know how much therapy actually helped me. I feel like therapy was more so help me to have a listening ear. I don't know if it necessarily gave me answers. I, in the beginning, it gave me answers because I didn't understand anxiety. But later on, as I'm continuing therapy and everything, I feel like it was just, you know, a person to listen to. Don't get me wrong. I'm not anti-therapy. I'm just saying from all of this experience, I got the best results simply from meditation and mindfulness. And one more thing, prayer, prayer, prayer definitely was something that helped me. So let me know how you guys feel about this podcast. And let me know if you have any topics that you are interested in me talking about. I would love to talk about what you guys want to hear my perspective on. Minus politics. I'm not really into politics, but <laughs> but anything else you want me to talk about mental health wise, or it could be life relationships, jobs, uh, children. I don't have kids, but maybe I can have my, you know, give my opinion about them. I don't know. Um, but, you know, I really want this podcast to help people out, especially with how I overcame different stuff. So with that being said, I hope you guys Enjoy the rest of your day, and I hope to see you soon.